0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world.
1: move through blocks, and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Yes, welcome. Uh, welcome, everybody. Yes, I am your host, Vincent Jenna, coming to you live from the same home I was coming to several weeks ago in Raleigh, North Carolina. Yes, as we are all in the stay-at-home still And this is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. And it's, boy, the name of that show is more profound and apropos now than every, any other time. Stop stopping yourself out there, Um, stay safe. And what I mean by stop stopping yourself for this is, is don't stop yourself from taking care of yourself. Don't stop yourself from being healthy and don't stop yourself from helping others by remaining in your home and waiting until this pandemic breezes by and we get it under full control. Because that's one of the things that that has been Actually, very positive about this is people caring, caring about each other, uh, if we can say that anything. But of course, positives come out of every type of crisis because that's who we are as spiritual beings. And we are making the best of this. There's been incredible things going on out there and, and on, shared on Facebook and the internet and on Zoom. And so let's keep that going um, and let's, yes, uh, let's send prayers towards those uh, protesters out there that are wanting the state to be open and gain our freedom back. And I find it so comical that people still do not understand what freedom in the United States is all about. It, 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 first of all, it's an illusion to think that we have all this freedom, we're capable of doing anything that we want. No, we're not. We we are unlimited spiritual beings, but that is supposed to be within the, the plan that we have created here. And that plan is that we are entitled to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness as long as it doesn't interfere in somebody else's pursuit. Remember that, remember that. Um, that is so important, and we are meant to care about each other and love each other and take care of each other, not just care, but to take care. So so um, send prayers to those out there that they don't prolong this pandemic. Um, and unfortunately, there have been other spikes going on, but we're going to take care of that, and I have got, to, on today's show, on today's Stop Stopping Yourself show, I have a perfect person that is going to help us um in in different ways and in helping to keep us healed and to heal anything that's going on now now, i have said many times that on my journey and my spiritual journey I've, i've had the opportunity to come across and meet and be connected with uh directed to attracting to me incredible people and so um Sometimes, sometimes when you meet somebody, it's as if you've always known each other. You've grown up together, you're part of the same family, but you just don't remember, maybe the babies were separated at birth and so you didn't get to see your other brother or sister. But when you come together, there had to have been a relationship there because the connection is so strong, so loving, so wonderful. And that's exactly what happened with my special guest today. When my wife and I met Taryn Kelly, It was as if we were picking up from where we left off. Now, where we left off, we have no idea where that was, but it didn't matter because we were just picking up as if we had always been so incredibly close. And so I am so... um, honored to have her here with me on my show today and and a family reunion again we met on a spiritual cruise uh, I had told you about that that was a combined unity and and science of mind cruise um, and we and and what perfect timing we went on this cruise basically the first week of January of this year before anything happened in the United States and just as we could got off that cruise. People were getting sick on cruises, including over in that area. They even had an earthquake over there after we got back, but that was fine because we didn't experience it and luckily nobody got hurt from that. But let me introduce my sister, my soul sister, because there's definitely a connection here. Uh, Taryn Kelly is an international speaker for sure. You have to hear her speak in order to understand why she speaks. She's a spiritual teacher and the owner of Mind Body Balance in Kansas City. KC, Mind Body Balance KC. It's a home based holistic business in Kansas City, Missouri. And she's always been fascinated with Eastern medicine. I'm going to have to ask her about that. She started on her metaphysical journey 10 years ago, and she has worked with people like B. Allen Wallace, um, um, also Mary Morrissey, who I love, Norm, Norm Shealy, uh, Dr. Garland Landrith, uh, so many wonderful people. Uh, she's a gifted and certified Reiki master, touch for health facilitator, advanced Chronic healer, okay, now I'm going to pronounce this as correctly as I possibly can. Transcutaneous acupuncturist, I'll find out how good I did on that one. Um, Meditation instructor, shaman, and an ordained minister. And on top of that, she is the president of the board of Unity Temple on the Plaza. Uh, where she is spiritually fed and soul replenished, and uh, and it sh- she's gonna go into some of the other things she does, which is amazing, but I want to bring my sister on. I miss her. Taryn Kelly, thank you so much for joining me. Gosh, I miss you. Big virtual hugs right now to you, hon.
0: Hi, Vincent, it is so good to hear your voice. Big hugs to you. I've missed you so since our last endeavor. How are you?
1: I'm doing I'm doing very well, thank you. And I hope you guys are doing well over there, too. How is everybody? We
0: are, we are doing well, thank you. And, again, I want to start by saying thank you so much for having me on your show. But, yes, everyone is here hunkering down and, you know, trying to live our best lives through all of this craziness. So we're good.
1: Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, – you as a reiki master and some of the work that you do can you still do that remotely or do you prefer to do it in I we always prefer to do something in person but are you doing any remote work right now
0: i am and actually i am so very blessed because my business actually is booming i have clients daily who i meet via zoom or via the phone so absolutely yes i can do my work remotely of course we all prefer to be You know in that in that in-person arena but yes I am working and thriving and I I count my my blessings every day
1: that is wonderful I'm so thrilled right because because of what's going on out there uh, we're we're both in that position of still being able to help which is great so before we go back into where it all began for you explain to the listeners how you do healing remotely Right. they need to understand this, so listen carefully.
0: Okay, that is an excellent question. So, one of the modalities that I practice is Reiki. And Reiki, for our listeners, is universal life force. It's a form of alternative medicine comes from japan and it is a technique administered by uh, laying of the hands if you will and it's for stress reduction relaxation promotes healing all of this wonderful stuff so with reiki really myself as a practitioner i'm a conduit right so i am bringing down source you can call it god love light universe spirit whatever whoever it ever and i'm using myself and i am Connecting with my client's energy. So, of course, energy is always moving with us, through us, all around us. And I am promoting healing, stress reduction, relaxation for my client. So how we do this via the phone or Zoom or whichever is it is all about intention, right? So I kind of energetically tap in with my client. And they tell me what's going on, and I imagine them personally, I'm in my treatment room, I imagine them laying down on my table and connecting with their source, their energy, and working over the phone with them in order to promote and heal and help in any way that they are in desire of or in need of. So distance healing is very well known works wonders, and can be just as effective as working with somebody in your home, right? Because thoughts create reality. So when we're co-creating and we're working together for the betterment of their physical, mental, emotional, spiritual attributes, healing can occur. It doesn't have to be in person.
1: Absolutely. I'm so glad that you shared that. Um, it, it's the same thing as a medium. I am connecting with the spirit in another realm. And the reason why I'm able to do that is because all our energies are connected, as you were saying. It, Absolutely. And, and to make it, write it down into even a simpler form. We are breathing the exact same oxygen that they are breathing in Japan right now. Now, it may be centered a little bit differently. It may have a little bit more elements in it depending upon what's going in the city and what they're adding to, but it still will reach over here and ours will reach over there. It's all part of the same oxygen. So energy is exactly the same way. It it doesn't matter where it's located we're all connected together right so so whatever you send out that other person can receive whether they're here whether they're in person whether they're in china or whether they're on mars they're going to receive that energy you're sending them correct
0: Absolutely. You, right. And I, you know, I'd love to have a client on Mars. I haven't had one yet, but you know, Hey, I possible. know really well,
1: you <laughs> you just, just got to extend your advertising. And totally I will. I do. will. Just, just <laughs> get it out there. Okay. So now, now one of the things we had such a wonderful time on that cruise and people, oh, you man. really need to look into spirit at sea cruises. Oh my gosh. With Temple Hayes and, and, uh, 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 Ari Boris and so many wonderful other people um tell we didn't have a chance you and i didn't have really a chance to talk deeply about your your beginnings it's just like you say that you were always, you know, interested in Eastern medicine, always fascinated in some way. But I can't imagine that, you know, at five years old, you ran up to mommy and said, hey, mommy, I know what I want to be when I grow up. I want to be a healer and I'm going to study Eastern medicine. I mean, I, you know, so how did it lead into that?
0: <laughs> well, no, that wouldn't have worked out. My uh, parents were quite conservative, so that that, that would have been oh, a lot early on. <laughs>
1: Yes, it would have. <laughs> or or they would have had you blessed somewhere.
0: Right. It's <laughs> just Duncan, Holy Water, something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. So how did it begin, Taryn?
0: Well, I, I have to say, I when I said I've always been fascinated, I have if, – if you come to my – when you come to my house in Kansas City, it's all of Asian decor. I've always – since I was young, I've I felt this connection with – You know, the Eastern culture, the Eastern way of life, the art, the creation, the beauty, always had this connection. I've had dreams about it. Uh, I've had past life uh, regression sessions done that I, in past lives, I have been an emperor and an empress. And if, if our listeners are into that, and I'm sure that they are, that is always something that I've been connected to. But really how I started my metaphysical journey was not too long ago and I was working at a skilled nursing facility and one of my friends, she was an occupational therapist there, we became close and she was an energy healer. She was a Reiki master and she did all the things that I, I do now and we became close, like I said, and we'd go to different events and stuff and kind of opened my eyes to this realm, right? Right? and so i was at a starbucks one day getting some coffee and i saw this flyer for this native american energy practitioner so i'm like okay sure it was it was close in town i went to see him and you know i'll I'll spare you the long story but i was absolutely enthralled and invigorated by the work that he did and from then on i had a session with him from then on that was it. I'm like, wow, this is incredible. Now I said that I worked at a skilled nursing facility. So I've seen not knocking Western medicine, but there's a lot of times that Western medicine or giving somebody medication does not get to the root cause, right? And most of the time when we have something physical mm. going on, there's a mental, emotional, or spiritual component behind it. That's, that's lurking, right? And until we bring that to the surface, identify that, work with that, it's hard to move forward. And we keep masking certain ailments with pills and medication. And again, I'm not knocking Western medicine, but there's a lot of times that Western medicine can't heal or help the clients that I work with. Hence, they come to me and we get down to the nitty gritty.
1: Mm, Wow. That is very cool, and, 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 and on top of that, I'm just further reading in your bio here that you also attained a BA in psychology. So yeah. that's exactly what I have. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, how, however, yeah, you went to the University of uh, Missouri, Kansas City. you didn't go to UNC Chapel Hill. I'm sorry. Um, but but that's okay. I think we played each other in football sometime. probably um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that you had that behind you. And that gives you such a greater understanding of the human mind and what gets in people's way, doesn't it?
0: Absolutely. And their behavior as well. And if I may, let me share a story for our listeners. I I use this story all the time with my clients so they have a deeper understanding. Because when, when you mention the word Reiki, some people are like, oh, yes, of course, I love it. I'm so excited. And the other people are like, what? Is this some kind of like voodoo? Nonsense, you know, you're going to stick little pin needles in me. What's happening? So I used this story, which happened to me, and this is really the aha moment for me of when I started on this journey. I mentioned that I now consider him one of my master teachers, the gentleman who I went to see and I had a session with. Well, at that time, in my younger years, I was having heart palpitations, and I had gone to a couple cardiologists at a very well-known hospital here in the Midwest. And of course, they hooked me up like a lab rat and ran a little treadmill and did all these things and nothing was wrong. And they wanted to give me medicine. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to take medicine when you have no idea what's wrong. And you tell me that my heart is perfectly healthy, but I'm telling you, you and I know my body, I'm having these palpitations. And there was no rhyme or reason. So I go to see my, uh, at the time, this gentleman that I met now, one of my master teachers, and he said, you know, he asked, what would you like to work on today? And I told him, I said, hey, I've got these heart palpitations. I can't put rhyme or reason to it. They come and go. Sometimes they're worse. Sometimes they're better. At any time of the day, whether I eat, don't eat, doesn't matter. So, he was doing a body scan over my body, which I do with my clients, and he gets to my chest area, which is heart chakra. And he's like, oh, your heart chakra's blocked. Tell me about your last breakup. I was like, oh, well, my last breakup was a doozy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? He opened up my heart chakra, poof, never had a palpitation since. So that's the type of work that I do when doctors or the Western medicine can't quite figure out what's going on there. And you've got to delve a little deeper and know that, like I said before, that this can come from a mental, emotional, or spiritual trauma. So I love to hear that story. yes.
1: I love that story too, because you prove two things, is and and why he was so good at his work. He didn't, there are some traditionalists that I know some old world Reiki um, people, masters, uh, that will just, you know, lay their hands on you, will put their, their hands near you, and just work with your energy. Mm -hmm. Okay. What he turned around and did is he worked with your energy, felt the clog, and had you acknowledge the emotional component of the the physical ailment that you had. So he didn't just release the energy, he helped you release the emotional part as well, which I feel is, is some of the most important work to go along with the energy work. Don't you agree with that?
0: Absolutely. I agree. And also identifying the cause because I can't tell you so many clients that I work with, they have, they have no idea where to start, where to look. And when we work together, then those answers start to come to the surface. And then as you know, you can so much more easily work with the client or your, or the patient when you have that identifying factor, because then you know where to start
1: oh my gosh absolutely you're not a band-aid anymore and so much and even in our realm even in our realm even in the spiritual and metaphysical realm you'll have i'm sure you'll agree with me is that a lot of times the work is used just as a a coping mechanism a Mm -hmm. band-aid for that particular moment and it doesn't always go into healing it getting rid of the the issue like you said the cause which will then get rid of the experiences i mean yeah yeah maybe something else comes up later on for something else but i, I i'm a true believer and you've got to get rid of the cause otherwise you just keep putting on band-aids
0: well it's like weeds you know you can pull the weeds from the top but unless you get down and pull it from the root it's never really going to be extracted so Oh, i like that that is the same thing with us humans, you know, as, as sentient beings, that you have got to get to the root to be able to pull it from there and really remove any kind of, you know, the, the blockages, the fears, the, the issues, the concerns, anything surrounding what is going on with that person.
1: Oh my gosh, and I can so prove that because if you come to my house, you will see all the weeds that I have only <laughs> trimmed on the surface and they keep growing back because I haven't gotten to the roots because I'm, I'm not spending my time at home going out there in the yard like everybody else and pull out those weeds. So you're absolutely right. You also said something else which is very profound and I need the listeners to hear as you notice starbucks isn't just a place to get coffee okay so taryn you had a great experience you met an important person at starbucks i think that's wonderful
0: oh yes and i'm not sure i didn't mean to you know make a plug but i happen to be there and i do i I give them props because they have this board where they have all these different wonderful things that are going on in kansas city and so you know you look up there and you're like oh this sounds interesting and maybe i want to right? check this out so it's a great Isn't place that to connect, fun? right of
1: course it is it's great i love Starbucks. i know no plug <laughs> to starbucks but it's a fun place to go to yes. um yeah something else that i'm seeing that you you volunteer with i am a very strong the human rights candidate campaign advocate. Um, my Absolutely. wife and I do everything we can to help them. And San Francisco, we go to San Francisco on a conference there for my wife. I always go to their headquarters, which is located there in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. What is your involvement with them, Taryn?
0: I have done, well, on, on the side, I bartend and I've done this for many years. And Really, I do it because I love people, and I love connecting, and I love creating yummy, delicious things for people to enjoy, right? It's like prescribing medicine in a way. Wow. And HRC, they do a lot of big, beautiful events in, of course, all over the United States, but in Kansas City where I'm located. And so I've bartended a lot of their events. I've worked with them. I've volunteered for them. I've hit the pavement right and gotten people to get involved or signed up. So any way that I can help in my in my spare time, which is limited, but just a wonderful organization, as you are aware. And you know, it's a blessing. It's a it's a blessing Absolutely. the work that they do and the advocacy that they do for humans. That's
1: right. And unfortunate organization, and I say unfortunate because we should be way beyond the need. To have an organization that helps to stand up for the rights of of people LGBTQs, I, I'm I'm I just I, I don't want to get on my soapbox about that because I'm just tired of the need for certain things, and that's one of them. We're supposed oh gosh, to be oh gosh, that's a whole other
0: show, absolutely.
1: I know that is a total. I'm gonna have a show on that, and I'll invite you back to, to let's talk about that and wake up people really loud and clear. Yes. Um, also, you've worked with uh, Vitus Hospice, the Alzheimer's yes. Association, mm-hmm. the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the ALS Association, and the Foundation for AIDS Research. Holy moly. Yes. Um geez, I'm wow. It is like what what got you involved? I, I certainly hope it's not because of, of family experiences. And we're going to be coming up on a commercial real soon. So so just real briefly, and I might have to interrupt you, how did you get involved with those?
0: It's twofold. Number one, people that I knew that had uh. ALS, leukemia, lymphoma, and AIDS. And Also, when I worked at that skilled nursing facility, I saw so many people struggling with these ailments that I needed to get involved. I wanted to make a difference in any way that I could.
1: Well, I'm sure you have been making a difference. Um, I I know at the moment that I met you, and this is a person, people, that the moment you meet her – Um, Coronavirus or not, you're gonna wanna give her a hug. You just, she she wears a sign that you can't see consciously with your outer eyes, but you see it with your inner eyes. Hug me, I love you. And that's exactly what we did. When we first met, this is like crazy, crazy, crazy. And then you're you're loving wife, and and it just, you have such a great life. And when we come back from commercial, which we're gonna take now, um, we we need some help. need some guidance, maybe some of the things that you can help us. How do people heal with some of the things that going on in their lives right now? What are some of those first steps that they can do? How do they reach out? And also, how do they get in touch with you? So this is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I'm your host, Vincent Jenna, and we've got special guest today, Taryn Kelly, who is an RMT, CTA, CMI. I've got to know what all of those letters are. They're beautiful, and so is this woman. We'll see you in a minute.
0: Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to
1: Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Welcome back, yes, this is the Stop Stopping Yourself Show, and if you're just joining us now, um, I have special guest, Taryn Kelly, who is from Kansas City, Missouri. Um, Not Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri, to be certain that we distinguish that. And she is a raking master and all these wonderful things. You're gonna have to go back and listen to the beginning of the show if you've not heard Uh, thus far and you just joined us so before we left we talked about um, your involvement but we really need to pick your brain here and the work that you have been doing first of all what do you find yourself? Is there any particular health issue or problems um, that that people, you know, fit into? Um, either uh, the most popular problems, or uh, what do you find your experience as far, far as people's health problem? What's prevalent in the health issues today?
0: Well, well, let me ask you: Is in general, or now during this pandemic?
1: Ah, good question. <laughs> um, how, well. Um, I think this pandemic has brought to the surface some deep-seated garbage um, that they've not taken care of. So, Bo, like, what are you finding now, and what were you finding before?
0: Excellent. Now, mostly with the clients that I work with on a regular basis, uh, a few things. And, again, I mean, there's different types of things going on with everybody, right? I'm not trying to pigeonhole. But primarily – What's prevalent is, number one, mental health, right? This feeling of isolation, this feeling of loneliness, this feeling of, you know, it's hard to be just with yourself, right? We're our own worst critics. So now people who maybe have used outside stuff as in work or hobbies or activities as almost a distraction, now it's just them, right? Or just them and their family. A lot of family dynamics come up. So, you know, like I said, the mental health piece, the isolation, the, um and the sheer frustration anxiety right depression of course those two go hand in hand I see that a lot with my clients and also this overwhelming fear and this this uncertainty that washes over them it's almost paralytic I work with clients a lot on with with all of these things plus more, but really, like I said, mental health is a biggie right now with this pandemic. So before this all started uh, months ago, it's, I, I see clients for many reasons, anywhere from clients who come to see me just to meditate, clients who are anxious, clients who have different health issues, whether it be a car accident, fibromyalgia, certain types of sexual traumas, I mean, it really goes across the board, but I would have to say if I had picked one, the majority of the clients that I see come to me and not only for the Reiki, but the spiritual coaching as well is because they just, they don't know how to get to the next level. Their anxieties, their fears, their self, you know, doubts and negative talk stops them as your show is stop stopping yourself, stops them from getting to that next level And of course, you know, when we have mental, emotional, spiritual issues, it can come out in physical forms. And now all of a sudden they're having physical issues when it's really stemming from those mental and emotional thoughts and traumas.
1: Oh, absolutely. I, I, I totally agree with you on that one. Um, to me, it all starts with the emotions, and because we are spiritual beings, that that's going to have effect on our physical bodies, because we are energies having a physical experience, not vice versa. So our energy is completely controlled, whether it be positive or negatively charged, by our emotions. Um, yes. So even if somebody comes to you with physical, like pain, for example, um, you're, you are definitely finding e- emotional issues that have has been causing the pain. What what do you work with first? Do you work with the physical aspect of it first, or do you work with the emotional aspect, both? How do you, How do you actually work? share that
0: well that's an excellent question and I I can't give you a step by step process because as as you know every person is different right everyone has a different uh, experience and and you know how long this has been going on so I'm spirit led first and foremost spirit led then of course I'm listening to the client and if you listen to them they'll tell you whether it's directly or indirectly they'll they'll share with you by either, you know, direct conversation, or you can watch their energy, or, you know, the way they answer questions, that I'm I'm guided that way. So it, it really depends. Sometimes you work with the mental, emotional, spiritual stuff first, sometimes you work with physical stuff. Sometimes a client comes to me for a session, and we just end up meditating, and or just conversing for an hour. So it really depends on what's going on. Because, you know, this is such an intimate experience, really to open yourself up to a stranger and say, hey, you know, here's all my dirty laundry, this is what I got going on, and asking for help is hard. So I really want them to be comfortable and then allow their expressions of energy to let me know first where, where we need to start.
1: And do you find that with many people it takes more than one session to be able to get to the root or at least get the root out i mean i know when i'm in my garden bed there are some roots that i can pull out real easy it just pops right out of the ground root and all and there are some other weeds that require me digging and digging a couple of times do you find the same thing while you're working with people
0: Oh, most certainly. You know, there's been a few times that, of course, there's, poof, a breakthrough, right? And it's magical. And an hour later, they're happy, healthy, and whole. But most of the time, especially as we get older, you know, we've dealt with decades of traumas. We're pressure cookers, right? We push, push, push everything down. We're taught to just push through, go to work, you know, get a job, support your family, move forward, you know, don't don't dwell on the past. You hear all these things, and eventually we keep pushing it down. And it's going to come out in some way, shape, or form. So the longer someone's been dealing with these types of issues, the longer it's going to take. I, you know, it's, I, I wish that I could just wave a magic wand and, and help everybody on the planet in a one-time deal, but it doesn't work that way.
1: And their willingness and commitment to making it work, their belief systems and how much they commit to themselves and working on this stuff is part of that healing formula, isn't it?
0: Oh, absolutely. It's just like, you know, imagine this for your listeners. If you, you si- decide, hey, I need to lose some weight. I'm going to go see a trainer. And you go and you have this beautiful session with the trainer. And then you tell your trainer, hey, after my session's over, I'm going to go eat a box of donuts. Wow. How, you know, how counterproductive <laughs> it's, is that? So it's Oh, my gosh. With- <laughs> have you been at the
1: gym watching me? I,
0: I have. I have. i got my oh. little binoculars out. But, you know. <laughs> uh, no, so it's the same thing with my clients. We need to right. work together, right? We're in this together, and, and and the more open they are and the more that we share and the more that we kind of, you know, craft and, and, and co-create in the healing, the, the deeper the work is going to be, the longer lasting it's going to be, and the more beneficial it's going to be.
1: And what I love about what you're saying here, Taryn, you and I do very similar type of work we use different modalities and tools but what people need to hear is that it's okay to go to different people with the different tools because there's going to be different ways that each of us can get and help your problem so it's not like because i know a lot of people are going all right there's so many practitioners out there um, um who do i go to and and i will answer them is go to whomever you can. That is helpful. That's the primary thing that it resonates with you. But don't feel you have to stick in with just one area. There's so many different ways of of attacking an issue. Go for it. Go for wow. it.
0: You hit the nail on the head. I always there's a the phrase that I use with my clients: cast a wide net, meaning see everybody. Start off seeing everybody you can. If if you don't know what's going on, you know as much as you can afford. If you're in pain, go see your doctor, go see your chiro, go see an acupuncturist, come see me, you know, come see you, come see all these people. And then it's like a menu. Then you get to fine tune what works for you. Hey, I want a little bit more of this. I want a little bit less of this. But also, you know, as practitioners, you could line a hundred of us up. We might all speak the same language and have some, you know, some similar experiences and teachings, but it's so individualized because we're all different beautiful, sentient beings. So I always tell my clients, go to somebody, number one, who of course is reputable, but number two, who you feel comfortable with just because they charge the most and they're supposed to be the best. Doesn't mean they're, they're the best. Go to somebody who you feel open enough with to share. And then again, find what works for you. If it's me, wonderful. If it's you, Vincent, wonderful. If it's your, you know, primary doctor, wonderful but you you know individuals know what's best for them they know their bodies better than anybody else and i always encourage them to cast that wide net you know throw out especially if they're not sure what's going on or where even to start and then make the right and true decisions for them based on that
1: you see and and the the thing that both of us are saying is take proactive steps yes don't sit there and complain about your ailment, no matter what the ailment is, be it emotional. Now, now I do have to say this, Taryn, and I wanna make sure everybody understands that, both you and I, having been involved in psychology. Yes, there are times that when you are in a state of depression, you don't have the motivation to do anything. I'm not Absolutely. talking about those situations. I'm talking about when you can sit there and you can complain about your life and you're, well, woe is me, and you're feeling like a victim, and you're feeling like you're going nowhere, or, um, that you don't do that, but you still feel stuck. You don't know what to do. There, There is stuff to do. There's always something to do. Don't take a proactive step for yourself. That's what I hear you're saying. And before we go any further, Juan, how do people get to connect with you and get to see your services? So why don't you share that first?
0: Okay, wonderful. Well. My website is under construction currently. You'd think with all this time that we have during the pandemic, it would be done, but it is not. The best way, and you know, all of your listeners, please feel free to text me, call me, reach out. My cell number is the best way, 913-568-5287. I'm also on social media, MindBodyBalanceKC, and also my email, which is mindbodybalance@ one spelled out o-n-e at gmail.com but i find most of my clients love to call me mostly text me because my clients know they can reach out to me for whatever reason whether it's dreams or crystals or questions or whatever and they like to text so they have those answers there as well so you know pm me and on facebook let's connect It, it doesn't matter
1: wow that is wonderful i'm glad we'll give it again before the end of the show so here's what our listeners want to know what just in general, and like you said, each person is going to be different. So understand that, listeners. Everybody is different out there, has different needs, and also tools. Different tools will work with some that don't work with others. But what are some general things that you can share with us, Taryn, to start a person's healing process no matter what is bothering them? What, what can you—I know there's not a structure, there's not—but so, just some of the things that people can do in general.
0: Well, as you know, I am a huge, huge, huge proponent of meditation. Now, meditation, call it meditation, call it prayer, call it, you know, remaining in the silence, whatever you want to call it. It's huge. Why? Because you're sitting with yourself. You're going within, right, in that silence. You're blocking out any distractions, and you're really trying to – what do we do when we pray? We're asking for something, or we're trying to find answers. So especially if people – they, they have issues going on, some mental, emotional, spiritual, physical issues. They don't know where to start. Go within. Ask your body, right? Try to figure out what, what is best for you. What is that step that you need to take? Start there. And meditation, of course, again, just sitting in the silence in that relaxive, grounded state is so beneficial and has so many positive physiological effects on the body. So I would start there. Number two. There is an African proverb, which I love, and it says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And what I'm saying is we're all in this together. You need help. You need support. Reach out and ask for help, right? Have your, your tribe, your community, or your person, whoever, and, and start from there. The simple asking for help, where do I start, Right. Who, who do I go to? Who do you know, right? Because we like to go to people that our friends use because we feel more comfortable. Also, uh, you know, chakras, we, that's a whole different show. Chakras, in Reiki, there's seven major chakras in the body. These, these have been scientifically proven. They're energy centers. And we're like plumbing. So if the plumbing is clogged, that water, our chi, our energy, our life force can't flow through. So I can give uh, techniques for people And we can do this now, or they can reach out to me, however you're comfortable. Make sure your plumbing is open, right? Make sure you're flowing freely with more joy, grace, and ease the best you can. I could wow. go on and on, but I want. I don't oh, want I to know do too you much. can. I
1: <laughs> love that. No, but I love that. Those are real basic. And, the, and, and I agree with you on the meditation. And one of the major reasons, and, and this simplifies it, believe me, it's far deeper than what I'm about ready to say. But the primary reason for meditation is to shut up. Yes, <laughs> shut <laughs> up our left brain thinking is what stops us it's what gets in our way it's what causes all of the major issues yes there's the unconscious you know uh things and you know me uh, and my work It's, Mm -hmm. it's all about what's in the unconscious mind but it's the thinking it's the constant thinking so meditation makes you consciously shut up your left brain thinking so you can hear, connect, relax, calm down, whatever. <laughs> right. But it's really, it's, uh, I, I think, you see, the New York terminology for meditation is just shut the hell up. That's that's
0: Isn't what. Isn't there a different explicative that's usually in there? But I'm sure for the show. Yeah, there is.
1: Well, when you when you want to go further with it, if you want deeper meditation, <laughs> <laughs> then it just sit down and ch- and my mother used to say that. and father used to say that to me all the time. I never realized how spiritual they were and how advanced they were, and they were just trying to teach me meditation. Um, well, the simple phrase:
0: How can you hear over yourself? That's, that's yes. it right there. How can you hear over yourself, right? How can you get to the nitty gritty when you're talking all this gibberish in your mind? Letting it go right. the your mind, the willy nilly.
1: And you're constantly talking yourself out of things that you shouldn't yes. be talking yourself out of and into things that you shouldn't be talking yourself yes. into. And, and and here, here's a perfect example, people. And, and truly, um, I, I wanna say this and share, share your feelings with me on this, Taryn. Okay, what we see going on right now, all right? First, we had, before the pandemic, we had all this bigotry, hatred, all of this going on with people, right? They're they're still screaming. Mm -hmm. And the same people that were screaming then are screaming now, but just for a different reason. And what I know is going on in their minds and their conscious minds is that nobody is gonna care about me except me. Nobody gives a damn. Nobody loves me. Um, uh, I have to take care of myself. I have to protect myself. Um, If if I'm in control, then somebody else isn't in control. And they feel so out of control that what you're hearing from them and the protest and the illogical, unreasonable responses is all because of what they're telling themselves that is so negative about themselves. Now, do you agree with me on that, Taryn?
0: Well, not only do I absolutely agree, but two words come to mind, and of course, that's fear and uncertainty, right? Right. And you hit the nail on the head with what you know—the control issue. When you're in this out, you know this is new. I've had friends. You know, as a medium, I've had friends that have asked me, as an intuitive, uh, how did you? How did you guys not see this coming? I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> Said, it's the same reason why I'm not a multi-billionaire and I, I can't win the Powerball, you know. Right. Week.
1: We're not supposed to see. You're not yes. supposed
0: to. You're not supposed to. And something like this, you're not supposed to see. But this, it's fear and uncertainty. And when you're out in this abyss and the unknown, you, you're grasping for straws, right? You're, you're, you're reaching for anything that you can, any sort of sem- semblance of normalcy, and you're going to act out, and you're going to say stupid things, and you're, you know, you're not going to follow. The protocols and think that you know best and so on and so forth. So absolutely.
1: Right. It's a, and and the psychological aspect, and you will understand this with me, is that they're defense mechanisms. But and I've always talked about this on the Stop Stopping Yourself show, and it's part of my work uh, where we go into the unconscious mind and those those first set of maladaptive beliefs, I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable, I'm not deserving, I'm not smart enough right? They are Mm -hmm. being protected and shielded by a new set of defense mechanisms that we developed so that we don't feel the pain from the first set. So instead of believing I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable, we would rather believe, oh, you don't give a crap about me. Um, uh, I have to take care of myself. That's a defense mechanism. And so people are hurting and yes can we add to the ills of the world absolutely and at some point we've got to heal this stuff that's why you exist Taryn and I exist and thank God there are enough people what feeds you strength Taryn what keeps you going because I'm sure in all of this you you have heard some of the same stories I've heard which are unbelievable stories of people's past what keeps you going hun share that so other healers that are listening the other people that want to do your work or my work can understand what they need to do what keeps you going
0: that's oh my gosh that's a wonderful question well first it goes back to that african proverb my tribe my people you my brother i get so much strength from my family my friends my community my spiritual home my spiritual community unity temple on the plaza Yes, I'm going to give them a little shout-out because it's so crucial. We need to have our souls fed from somewhere. And you can't – I always tell my clients, you have to put your oxygen mask on first, just like they tell you on the airplane before you put it on somebody else. So in order for me to be whole, I need my people, first and foremost. Number two, staying grounded. Again, you know, communing with nature, meditation, making sure all my chakras are open and flowing, especially my root Chakra, you know, your hips down to your feet as, as almost, you know, trees, your roots getting going down into Mother Earth, Pachamama, making sure that you have this strong foundation and also lifelong learning. I am a sucker, as you can see, with all my certifications. I love to learn. I'm doing another one this weekend. I'm currently taking a course right now trying to stay sharp, you know, sharpen my skills, learn different tools to put in my tool belt. So lifelong long learning enriches me, right? Whether it's self help books, whether it's having a session with you, Vincent, whether it's going to my spiritual home and, and just having, you know, courageous conversations in a group, I, I'd say those are the three biggest ones for me.
1: Well, see, that's fabulous, and and the last, the latter of what you just said, it, it has to go from some of the classes that we have taken while we went to college, because we remember in the field of psychology, or if you were doing any of that work, that you needed to do continuing education credits to keep your skills and practice up. Well, just because you're in the metaphysical realm and you're doing non-traditional work doesn't mean you don't have to keep your skills up. So we We'll find ways of doing that, right, Tarin? Mean, oh, that's absolutely. what you were just talking about.
0: Absolutely, and, and it makes us you know,
1: stronger.
0: Chinese medicine. I mean, if anyone says that they're well versed on Chinese medicine, then they really don't know what they're talking about because it is so expansive. I mean, it's a lifelong learning process, and you know we're oh, all works in God. progress. There's always so much to, to grasp and, and learn and, and share, and so yes, absolutely. You have I to, am to feel sure. Sharp.
1: So now I'm going to put you on the spot with me, and you don't have to answer this if you don't (laughs) want to. Okay? Okay. I'm I'm one to do that because I believe in this. Because I also just heard something recently I didn't like um, from a very, very, very famous, well-known supposed expert in our field. And sometimes I do hear these things that I have to rebut. But let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. When you were younger... Was there a part of you, or even now, that feels okay that you are special and that Absolutely. you're able to do this work? Yes. Is there anything wrong with that in your mind?
0: Well, oh, wow. I, you know, and I love you, so I knew you were going you're to get down to the nitty-gritty and ask something personal. I, I will say this. I, I'm not bashing my parents. When I was younger, this... The stuff that I do now, of course, or just, you know, those parents are like, quit daydreaming, you know, focus on your work, quit messing around, da, da, da. That's the the stuff that I do now uh, was looked down upon. And even when I first came out and started doing these things, my parents were like, you do what? You see who? What? They didn't understand. And but really, as I got older, especially, you know, right around in my 20s, I began to feel more, more confident and comfortable. But, you know, like I said in, in my bio and we discussed, I really didn't get into this deeply until roughly about 10 years ago. And so at that point, right, so I was in my 30s. I was like, who cares what people think? I need to do what's best for me. I know that this can be helpful, and I want to be of service in any way that I can. And there's some things in this world that are not working. And I think this could be, and I could be a beneficial presence. So I am absolutely comfortable with what I do. I find it to be beautiful. I find my gifts, your gifts, other people's gifts absolutely beautiful. And if somebody doesn't believe in it, okay, wonderful. And if you do and you come to see me and I can help you, even more wonderful. So.
1: Oh my gosh, that's what a way to end. We're coming, we're at the end of our show. We have literally just one minute left. Give us again a way to get in touch with you.
0: By perfect, my cell phone, 913-568-5287, social media, MindBodyBalanceKC, or my email, MindBodyBalanceONE at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you and serve you in any way that I can.
1: Oh my God, I love you. Thank you for coming on my show. It reconnected us again. It was so great hearing you, Taryn. Um, People really take advantage of these special people and also of these special shows. This is Unity Online Radio, and we've got some incredible hosts coming up. Also, um, uh, Kelly sullivan Walden and Temple Hayes and Diane Ray, all today on Unity. And this is... The Stop Stopping Yourself Show, and I'm your host, Vincent Jenna. I love you all. We love you all. We do this for you. Have a blessed week.
0: Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world?